Sandali Bagushan Dorade, Manakenda Badushan Daka, O Sandala Badush. Candelabada, Mano Sandalabadus Gande, Iendelabadoshande, Ocavunda Zidacunda Lobo, Zabash Pondelabados and Menos and Emana, Igendu di Badushan de la Baga, Kibonda Zade, Amando Candela Badoshada, Ogando Vadusa Bendelaba, Kebendo Bada, Manusha Gendula Bagosan de la Ba. Kevendo, Ananena Manushan de la Ba, Izendo Candelaba, Kanduli Bagushan de la Ba, Abendo Zadogo, Ayabam de la Badojan de la Ba, Kindoli Bagusan de la Ba, Andelabando Jada, Igendo Zabam de la Ba, Kibom de la Badoshkada, O Sen de la Bada, Kendele Badushkanda. I wanted to look at people joining I just to look at something interesting and a very interesting topic. Um, the wisdom of, in fact, let's look at wisdom in general. Okay, I want us to look at two kinds of wisdom. We are, we are going to look at the topic of wisdom, uh, knowledge, understanding much more in depth. Okay, but then, uh, let me put it as simple as. I can put it. Wisdom is the know what and know how. Okay. Wisdom is ah. <laughs> Sorry, my network cuts. It don't, I only ten people responded on the page. So how are there seventeen people here? I don't understand. I don't understand. Yes, okay. Whoever wants to join, should join. Okay, so I want us to look at a very interesting issue and uh, wisdom. Wisdom. I want us to look at two kinds of wisdom. Okay. Now, I think I've spoken on wisdom before, and um, the simplest way. You can look at wisdom is the know what and know how, okay, of a thing. The know what and know how of a thing. And then other people will term it as the application of knowledge, okay. So one thing we should understand very well is that when we consider wisdom, we are going to, there is a need to be knowledgeable in something to be able to apply its uh, wisdom from that thing, okay, or to be able to extract wisdom from that thing. But then we are not going to the definition. We'll do that later. But uh, all of you have a fair idea about what wisdom is. So I think we can proceed. Um, so two kinds of wisdom. Okay, from the Bible, we see two kinds of wisdom. And uh, I want to us to look at them. It won't be in-depth. We are just doing a short teaching. And if God permits us, we'll go deeper. Okay. Now, write the wisdom of God and write the wisdom of this world. 
wisdom of God and the wisdom of this world. Okay, I'm sure you have done that. Okay, um, there's also the wisdom of the princes of this world, but um, <laughs> where, where we uh, okay, let, let's let's leave that issue. Okay, let's just uh, look at it in a general view where we are looking at the wisdom of this world and the princes of this world as one entity okay because uh it is just the wisdom of god and every other wisdom that there is okay and when we are studying wisdom when we, we decide to go in-depthly into this topic we are we'll have to go back to go to the garden of eden but we'll look at that now okay So, sorry for that. My network decided to cut again. Uh, okay, so I said, let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 to 20. So someone should post it on the page. And let's um, read that quickly. Okay, someone should do that very quickly for us. Someone should do that quickly for us. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 to 20. This is a very familiar passage of scripture to you guys, especially if you have um, been listening to me teach, it should be familiar. No, no one is posting it. Okay, since no one posted it out. Uh -huh. So, thank you, Papa. It says that, let no man deceive himself. Okay, let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he will be wise. <laughs> this is interesting. It says, if anyone among you seem to be wise in this world let him become a fool okay let him become a fool that he may be wise for the wisdom of this world is foolishness with god for it is written he taketh the wise in their own craftiness and again the lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise that they are vain okay so this is the base scripture i want us to look at and um you see something interesting it says let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he'll be wise. Uh, it's not God, uh, the writer is trying to draw a certain contradiction between the wisdom of this world and true wisdom, which is the wisdom of God. And he says that if in this world you are wise, if you have the wisdom that uh, a man. That, that means if you are becoming a fool to, 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 to this world, you are subscribing to the wisdom of God, okay? So he says, let him become a fool that you may become wise. He may become wise. That is why it shouldn't shock you that the Bible makes us understand that the foolishness, the, the wisdom of this world is foolishness unto God. In the same way, the, the wisdom of God seems foolish to the world. Uh, people will understand why we give or why we do certain things which are contradictory to their beliefs. You understand? Because in the world, if I want to get more, I have to save and all those things. But then in God, we are rather looking at giving out everything, even 
to giving to that extent that we don't even have you understand we don't even have the world the the, the worldly wisdom will look at let me save myself or if i have to share something let me do chimpe but the wisdom of god is looking that we we give everything even to our own detriment you understand so says even a man among you seems to be wise in this world let him become a fool if you can have the people of this world calling you wise that is in shield calling you wise uh, in, in their sense okay in their sense in the perspective of the world know that you are not wise in the kingdom of god you are not having the wisdom of god so he says become a fool so that you become wise become a fool today i pray that all of us become fools when it comes to the wisdom of this world of the, the wisdom of this world when, when we look at uh, the world i've explained this to you before we are looking at the word cosmos and when you look at cosmos you are looking at systems and practices and standards okay and usually they are without reference to god okay so the wisdom that comes from the systems the practices the standards that are set up by this world he's saying that no that is not the wisdom for us do you understand so we have a wisdom that we subscribe to as believers which cannot be the wisdom of this world because the wisdom of this world is corruption the wisdom of this world is death you make sure You are, I even have to teach you how to write and make notes because a lot of you, a lot of you, the way you make your notes, I don't like it. Anyway, so let's continue. I've explained in the world cosmos, okay? Uh, when in James chapter 3, verse 13 to 18, we see something interesting. They say that, who is a wise man and endure knowledge among you, okay? Re please post it on the page. James 3, 13 to 18. James 3, 13 to 18. Can we be fast? James 3, 13 to 18. Please be fast on that for us. Um, someone should kindly give me a feedback. When I move, does it cut? When I move off Telegram, does when I move off Telegram to go to my Bible, has it been cutting? Has it been breaking? Someone should give me a reply fast so that I know how to handle things. Assemble James chapter 3, verse 13 to 18. Who is wise? Okay, I'm reading. Who is wise? Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. Okay, and it says, But if ye have bitter envy and strife in your heart, glory not and lie not against the truth. And it says, This wisdom descended not from above but it is earthly sensual devilish for where envy and strife is there is a confusion and every evil way but the wisdom that is from above is first pure then peaceable gentle and easily entreated full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy and the fruit of righteousness is sown in them that in, in peace of them that make peace. So right now we can see two things. Uh, we see the wisdom of this world and the wisdom from above. Okay. So the wisdom from above 
is the wisdom of God. So take note of that. The wisdom of God, when we talk about the wisdom of God, we are talking about the wisdom from above. Remember, from means that originates. The word from, okay? We are looking at that originates. It finds its root, okay? So uh, let's, let's scrutinize this passage of scripture. He says that, who hears wise, okay, and, and do with knowledge? And how does he expect to see you? I say, let it show in his good conversation. The conversation is, is uh, it, when, when we look at conversation, we are looking at his manner of living, okay? He says, it should show in his manner of living, in his works, in his meekness of wisdom, okay? And he says that if you have bitter envy and strife, in your heart, glory not and lie against not the truth. This wisdom descended from above, but it is earthly. This this wisdom descended not from above, but it's earthly, sensual, and devilish. Okay, so he's simply saying that the wisdom that involves bitterness, envy, and strife in our hearts is not from above. That is not the wisdom of God, but it is earthly, sensual, devilish. Okay. Then he says, for where envy and strife is, um, one other version is to say where there is self-centeredness, self-centeredness, okay, there is confusion and every evil work. When you look at the word confusion, we are also talking about our rebellion, okay? We are also talking about rebellion. So, um, something, I think some points that will be important for you to pick out from this passage of scripture is first of all, any wisdom that is self-seeking, okay? Any wisdom that is self-seeking is earthly, first of all. Uh, we go to churches and we go to events and they seem to be speaking so much wisdom. Yeah, so, so much wisdom. And you realize that everything they are saying points back to you. And I've told you that the kingdom perspective is not you. It is Christ. The kingdom perspective is not you. So when you go to a place and whatever they are talking about is pointing to you, it's pointing to you, your own selfish will, your own selfish ambitions, your lusts, and all that, you realize that that is not the wisdom of God. He's saying that this wisdom of God, that it, it, it is not envying, okay? It doesn't have envying and strife. Do you understand? So the wisdom that is self-seeking is earthly. Any wisdom that is self-seeking is earthly. That is one. It is sensual. Two. Please make sure I write it. It is first of all earthly. Then it is sensual. And when we talk about sensuality, we mean it relates or uh, consists in the gratification, okay, of our senses. It means we are looking at gratifying our senses or indulging in our appetites you understand when we say something essential we are looking at gratifying our senses or uh indulging okay and, and, and indulging in our appetites indulgence of appetite that's what we call fleshly so it is fleshly as that fleshly nature okay that is the form of any wisdom any wisdom so if you go to a program and they are it might you can pick it from the bible and oh but at the end of it all, that man is, is making sure it is about you. It is darkened counsel. It is, it is ethnic. Do you understand me? So, uh, apart from it being sensual, we can look at the fact that it is demonic. 
it is demonic that's what the the, the bible is saying here it is demonic remember always remember this that the devil masquerades as an angel of light so it doesn't matter that that thing was taken from scripture if it's pointing to you if the focus of that ministry is self it is not of god do you get it this is what the bible is telling us if the focus of whatever we are indulging in itself it is not of god that is why you the christian motivational speakers are not for you why because we are not picking the our emphasis is not god or not his kingdom it, we are we are looking at gratifying our last gratifying ourselves making us feel good it's, you see christianity is not about you that is what you must understand you have a part to play but it doesn't revolve around you you understand so you see it, it looks so nice always talking about money always talking about uh, how you have a good life and all those things you you come to see that there is a component of death in it because even though you can be enjoying that good life and everything slowly slowly you are turned to self and not to christ okay so the next thing we can see and up up course mentioned it is demonic i told you something the devil doesn't mind promoting you when you're out of god's will if you're not alive the devil will promote you very very well he'll promote you he he he, he doesn't have a problem promoting people who he knows that they are, are out of alignment you understand now now another thing we realize about this wisdom that is not from above that is steady okay so the wisdom of the world is that it leads to rebellion you understand that wisdom the word that was used confusion there the actual translation is rebellion the actual translation is rebellion do you understand so we we have to consider the fact that anytime now what is rebellion rebellion is uh let, let me simply put that you go against the authority of god okay when we go against the authority of god we have rebelled against god so anytime we subscribe to things of the fleshly nature i remember that the characteristic of the wisdom of the world is that it points you to self so anytime we engage in this wisdom of the world that points us to self we know that when you point to self you are pointed away from god did you hear that carefully any man who points to self points away from god and once that happens that is what we call rebellion so you look at the israelites they decided to follow other gods. They decided to do things that will make them happy. Uh, when it came for time for them to get a king, they were not thinking about what God was thinking about. They were only thinking about themselves, themselves, themselves. And you see that they were consistently and constantly rebelling against God, against his rule, against his will. Do you understand? So the wisdom of this world leads to rebellion. And you see, the thing is that it, it is so subtle. It is so subtle that you don't realize it. A lot of people don't realize it. So if you are being taught certain things like, oh, um, uh, because Christ has died for you, you can just live your life anyhow. Okay, that is the wisdom of this. You, you realize it is, it is pointing to self. That is not the wisdom of God. It's the wisdom of this world. So, uh, you say uh, you've been taught that if, if if you give your life to Christ, you can live your life anyhow. 
what matters is that you've given your life to Christ. You see that in the life of such an individual who holds such philosophies or ideologies, the person will constantly be rebelling against God. The person will be living in sin. The person will not live a life in subjection to the will of God, which is rebellion. When you don't want to live in subjection to the will of God, you are rebelling against God. You understand? So you identify such a pattern. Anytime you see believers, okay, who are not living according to the will of God, know that that person has been fed with the wisdom of this world, not the wisdom of God. The person has been fed, uh, has been fed with, the, with the wisdom of this world, not the wisdom of God. Not the wisdom of God. It is the wisdom of this world that leads to rebellion. That's why Christ, God says that, uh, that let no man deceive himself. If any man among you see meant to be wise in this world, let him let him become a fool that he may be wise. Let him become a fool that he may be wise. Do you understand? The wisdom of this world also works evil. Okay, as we see in verse sixteen of uh, James chapter three. Okay, it says verse sixteen: For where envy and strife is, then the word is where self-seeking. Okay. Well, where self-seeking is, there is confusion. And the confusion, I said, is um, rebellion. So there is rebellion and there is works of evil. Okay. So anytime we see people subscribing to the wisdom of this world, what we are going to identify is that there are works of evil. Look at the issue of abortion. The wisdom of this world says, ah, uh, can't you see the ladies are suffering that to have their freedom and this that 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 and you realize that in all that wisdom all we see is evil works you understand now when you read romans chapter one the thing you see you see something very significant he says that uh, professing themselves to be wise they became foolish why because the wisdom of this world is foolish the wisdom of this world is foolishness unto God. They say it's professing themselves to be wise. So they know they are wise. And in a sense, they are wise as in the wisdom of this world. But then what do we come to see from the wisdom of this world? That they became foolish. They became foolish. And they were foolish even in their evil deeds. So everything that is wrong becomes right. And everything that is right becomes wrong. Then you have people getting up with issues like women empowerment. And then, now listen, Women empowerment is not wrong in itself. The women empowerment we see in this day is a distorted woman empowerment. And it is an agenda of the devil to break down the family system. You understand? It is, it is, it is an agenda of the devil. There are lots of things if we start discussing it, you, your eyes will open, you will follow some foolish women who get up and say certain things. The main agenda behind this thing well, what the devil is using it for? It is out of women empowerment that women decide to dress anyhow. Women decide to do abortion. Women decide to do whatever, 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 whatever. You see that it looked wise, but at the end of it all, we see the foolishness in it. You understand? If you want to look at women empowerment, you should look at the fact that women should be esteemed in their rightful position according to biblical analysis it's we have to deal with this issue later we can't we can't divert you can't digress you understand so there are lots of things that came up like something like um uh -huh, uh, black lives matter you understand it looked wise on the onset and everyone 
you see Christians, and I, I put something on my status and hey, the number of insults I got. At the end of the day, they thought they were all fools for attacking me concerning that issue. Why? Because that thing was a diabolical attempt. You see, the thing about the wisdom of this world is that it is sensual. So people do not subscribe to the leading of the spirits. That is one thing about the wisdom of this world. Their senses are skewed to the natural instead of the spiritual. So we, we do not see what exactly is being worked in the scenes or behind the scenes. Do you understand? That is why you must not just get up and follow every movement or everything people are saying. Uh, a lot of times we read, I read certain things and they look all wise and things. But if you look at it and you compare it to the Bible, you know that this, this, is, this is straight deception. Do you understand? Especially those of you who read those quotes on Twitter and this, then you, you end up, you post it and you think, wow, such wisdom, such revelation. But you come to see it is the wisdom of this world. You understand? So the wisdom of this world, whatever wisdom that you subscribe to, that will produce things that are evil or will scar your conscience or things against biblical principles. Know that that wisdom is not the wisdom of God. For example, uh, someone will say, <laughs> I remember sometime uh, uh, when I wanted to organize the first mission event or so, I decided to uh, print shirts so that people will buy the shirts. Then I can get money from it to fund the missions. God had told me not to do it. But I was looking at how people do their things in the world. You know, most people will sell things back then. They'll sell t-shirts and tickets and all those things. That is their method of funding their program. So me too, I had to do it like that. And I was not being led by the Spirit of God. Uh, at the end of it, the wisdom of the world that I subscribe to filled me. It filled me for all. No one bought the, the, the shadows. Yes, I've been wearing the shadows myself uh, and sharing it. And the shadows cry, most of them are oversized. So my father cry, he wears some. <laughs> God help us. So, so I, I decided to subscribe to the wisdom of this world, to my intellect, to sensuality and all that. And, and at the end of it, all, yeah, it filled, it filled. So the wisdom of this world will definitely come to naught. The wisdom that is self-seeking, that wants to do it your own way, will definitely come to naught. Do you understand? So these are certain characteristics. If we see it, once you see, once you see such characteristics, you should know that, no, 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 no. This is not the wisdom that I must subscribe to. Verse 17. He says that, but the wisdom that is from above is first of all pure. He begins to, he, what the writer does, or James does, is that he differentiates between our wisdom of this world, that is reaping corruption, that is reaping death, that is reaping rebellion and evil work, okay? That is reaping sin, and of course, sin leads to death. And he differentiates it from the wisdom of God. Now look at the wisdom of God, so that we understand that when we are involved in certain things, we know that, no, this is the wisdom of God. He says, first of all, it is pure. And when you look at the word pure, it means without more. Moral defect. You understand? The word pure there means it is without moral defect. So any wisdom of God that goes against morality, it's not any supposed wisdom that goes against morality, it's not the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is first of all what? Pure. Pure. It is without moral defect. You understand? It, so, 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 
over the past, past few days, we've seen so much of scripture that uh, God, God is the author of morality. Yes. Contrary to what a lot of people believe during these days, that morality is just a construct of tradition and whatever, whatever. No. The wisdom of God is first of all pure. God will never give you a certain wisdom that will cause you to dress indecently. When someone is preaching and preaches in such a manner that makes you think you can dress indecently, know that that wisdom, it is, it is dark in counsel. It is not the wisdom of God. It's not the wisdom of God. It's not the wisdom of God. When anyone gives you any message that makes you think that you can uh, engage in masturbation, know that that one is not the wisdom of God. When anyone gives you any message that makes you think that you can live your life anyhow, that is not the wisdom of God. Because what? The wisdom of God is first of all pure. It is first of all pure. So when you are listening to people, when they are reading things on social media, you should know how to decipher between the things that are propounding or emanating from the Spirit of God and the things that are coming from the depths of hell. Do you understand? The wisdom of God is first of all pure. It is without moral defect. And if we are talking about moral, without moral defect, that means it must be seen in our conduct. Okay, it must be seen in our conduct. And let me see that it is open to. Uh, we see that the, the wisdom of God is also peaceful. Okay, so when the word of God comes to you, or there is a certain wisdom from God that comes to you, you realize that even if you don't want it, it brings you a peace. Do you understand? It doesn't scald your conscience. A lot of you, I know most of the messages you heard, you 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 come back and say, ask again, ah, is this thing, is it true? A lot of people will come to me, oh, my pastor said you can live your life anyhow since this. My pastor said this, this person said that, that person said this, this person said that. Why? Because that, that message, even though it looks good on the outside and you can live, uh, you can have your freedom, you realize that inside and in your conscience, there is no peace. There is no peace inside your heart, in your conscience. There, there is no peace. There is no peace. The, word, the, the wisdom of God will bring peace. Even if your, your will doesn't want it. Even if it's about you dying to self and everything, you realize that in that situation, you still find peace. You still find the peace of God reigning in your heart. The peace of God ruling in your heart. You understand? So, uh, that is the wisdom of God for you. Uh, the next thing we'll see about the wisdom of God is that it is gracious and forbearing. Please, all what we are looking at, we are, we are identifying from what we are seeing in James chapter 3, okay? So, he says that the wisdom of God is patient and forbearing. It's gracious, sorry. It's gracious and it is forbearing, okay? It is gracious and it's forbearing. And when we look at, uh, I, I think you should understand where we say something, is gracious and forbearing. That is all. Um, uh, how 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 will I put it for you? It, when we say something is gracious, you you are able to extend grace. You are you are able to be kind. Okay, you are able to be kind to people. You are able to forbear. You are able to be patient to people. You are able to um, have that that heart for people. Okay. So the wisdom of God is never going to come and teach you to um, take certain drastic measures against people. 
I don't know if I'm putting it in the right way for you to understand. But one thing you realize when you are operating by the wisdom of God is that it always extends grace. That is why Christ can extend his, God can extend his grace to you and not let you perish. It's always going to put in measures that can bring restoration to people. Do you understand? So that is how the grace of God is forbearing and gracious. And the grace of God is also open to reasoning. Okay, it is also open to reasoning. I'm not using the version that is put on, on uh, the page. So if you are confused, you might want to check NIV or you might want to check Scripture Direct or Italia. Okay, so um, <laughs> okay, so, sorry, uh, I had to deal with a certain issue. Okay, so. Uh, what was I even talking about? I was talking about how the grace of God, uh, the, the wisdom of God is, is open to reasoning. That is what you see in your KJV as easy to be entreated. Okay. It is open to reasoning and persuasion. So God can say, come, let us reason together. He can give you a stay. He can give you a space to function. You understand? Um, another thing we see about the wisdom of God is that it shows mercy. When we look at showing mercy, we are looking at kindness and concern. Okay? Kindness and concern. Then another thing we see about the wisdom of God is that uh, it is without partiality. It shows good fruits and it is without hypocrisy. When we talk about good fruits, we are saying that it is expressed in good deeds. Okay? So you can't see any wisdom of God that is without good deeds. If the wisdom of God teaches you to hate it is not the wisdom of god it, it it the wisdom of god is such a way that it will pattern you to live a life of good works you understand anyone who subscribes to the wisdom of god is going to bear the fruits of good works and it says it's with without partiality okay it's without partiality not hypocrisy that is it is genuine it is genuine You understand when you come to the wisdom of god it is genuine it doesn't choose some people over some other people okay unlike the wisdom of this world that uh it is who you know and a lot of uh, weird concepts okay a, 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 a lot of weird weird concepts so this is the distinction that uh, james is able to draw for us between the wisdom of this world and the wisdom of god okay the wisdom of this world and the wisdom of God. Now, it is important to understand that the wisdom of God is not common. Okay. The wisdom of God is not common. It is not everyone who can partake in this wisdom of God. In fact, let's look at something. First uh, Corinthians chapter 2. Okay. So you put verse 6 and 7 down. First Corinthians chapter 2, 6 to 7. We are still looking at the two kinds of wisdom. And we come to an understanding that we have the wisdom of God, which is the wisdom from above, and we have the wisdom of this world and the princes of this world. You understand? The wisdom of this world and the princes of this world. Now, uh, first Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. Thank you, Papa. It says that, How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, 
yet not the wisdom of this world nor the princes of this world that comes not so hey, i didn't even mention this when i started with the scripture he says that this wisdom this wisdom it comes to know but i don't think you understand that that statement that you say that this wisdom this wisdom it comes to not it comes to not. that means it it has it comes to an end the wisdom of this world is always having a dead end the wisdom of this world always fails you understand so the wisdom of the world and the princes of the world they come to naught. okay and it says we we do not speak this wisdom and uh, we, we speak this wisdom among they that are perfect among the mature people among the sons of god you understand among the sons of god now verse seven but we speak the wisdom of god in a mystery when we look at mystery we have the word musterion okay musterion m-u-s-t-e-r-i-o-n you can check your scripture direct for um the spelling and if there are any accents or anything you can look at it there but then when we look at musterion we are more of looking at something that is hidden okay something that is hidden and it is licensed to only people who are sort of um ushered into that experience or who are who who are let's say we have a cult okay the things that the people know in the court is a mystery it is a mystery not that it is not understandable but it is hidden from every other person except those who are initiated into that cult you understand so let's take that cult here to be the sons of god or the mature or the perfect okay and he says that that wisdom we speak we speak it in a mystery that means anyone outside the people of this musterion, the any any anyone outside this court or this family or this uh this convocation cannot have access cannot have access to to that wisdom you understand so he says we speak the wisdom of god in a mystery it is it is covered in a mystery it is wrapped in a mystery even the hidden wisdom of god which god ordained before the world of to our glory you understand this wisdom was forwarded unto our glory this wisdom is forwarded unto our glory so the wisdom of god is coming in a mystery it is hidden from the world but it is given unto us take note of it of this the wisdom of god is is engaged sorry it's covered in a mystery in a mystery it is hidden from the world and it is given unto us and another thing we'll see is that god preordained okay write this down that god preordained that his people will function in the wisdom of god god preordained that his people will function in the wisdom of god this is why god didn't want adam and eve to go and partake in the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil not all wisdom is for a person not all thing, resources are for a person that is why it is important what you expose yourself to that's why you can't just get up and go and be watching every video on youtube and listening to every preacher you find around every single preacher you listen to the person uh, a lot of you think you are so mature you are so strong so even if you listen can uh, <laughs> you listen to certain things and uh, to change your life forever you listen to certain things and uh, when you sleep 
and you, you you certain beings will visit you you don't understand that was because of what you were exposed to you understand not everything you are not supposed to be exposed to every knowledge you are not supposed to be exposed to every wisdom so this is the reason why god didn't want adam and eve to 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 partake in that in that uh tree the tree of the knowledge of good and evil he says what god had predestined sorry that we will function in his wisdom that we will partake in his wisdom that we will engage in the wisdom of god not the wisdom that appeals to flesh or sensuality do you understand me good so we'll still go back to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil if god gives us the permission i i just had to brush over it for you to understand something that not always wisdom is for you so you can't just get up and go and listen to everyone or anything you understand not everyone or anything and sometimes when uh, we are being protected from certain things we think uh well god will help us so first corinthians chapter 2 verse 10 we are still in first corinthians okay i'm jumping all the way to verse 10 it says that but god someone should put you on the page let's go to verse 10 to the end of the chapter so uh, around verse 16 someone should put it up as from verse 10 to verse 16 not just verse 10 papa this area for us if i go to my bible to cut again so i i don't want to move please can you be fast oh jesus oh jesus your presence is heavy oh please we send it thank you you guys listen when i say send it in don't be waiting if you can do it just send it i don't know why you wait i will be wasting time wasting time please please let's stop that okay so let's read says but god had revealed them unto us by his spirit for the spirit searcheth all things yea the deep things of god now this is talking about the wisdom of god okay the wisdom of god in fact i should have let us just read eight and nine i don't know why i made us jump so i will go back and read it for you okay it says but we speak the okay verse eight which none of so we read verse seven which talks about how we speak the wisdom of god in a mystery the hidden wisdom which is ordained which god ordained before the world to unto our glory and it says eight which none of the princes of the world knew for if they had known they would not they would not have crucified the lord of glory and then it continues continues then it says but god had revealed them unto us so he's talking about the wisdom of god and all the things it encapsulates he says that god has revealed okay god has revealed these things unto us and he says, for the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Okay. This will uh, let us understand the technology by which we as humans can tap into the resources of God. Now, if, 
if you were around on Saturday, you have much more understanding into this issue. Where we come to understand the economy that is domiciled in our spirit, we see that God deposits so many resources in our spirits from which we are supposed to mine, from which we are supposed to tap from. Okay. Now, here we see that the things of God are revealed unto us by His Spirit because His Spirit searches the deep things of God. Okay. So, the, when, 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 when we are looking for deep things, it must be by the Spirit. He will go deep, 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 deep into God. Any knowledge which is not by the Spirit of God, no matter how crazy it sounds, it's not deep. It's not deep. It's not deep. It's the Spirit of God that will search the deep things. And he says that for what man knoweth the things of God, or, or what for what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man by the Spirit of God. Okay, uh, this should be quite self-explanatory. No one knows my thoughts except me or my spirits. No, in the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God or the things of God except the spirit of God. Now, this is why God is going to give us the spirit. Okay, so we, we remember we said that God has revealed them to us by spirit. How did He do this? By giving us the spirit. Verse 12. He says that now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. Okay, that we might know the things which are freely given to us. Of God, so in order to partake in this wisdom of God, which God preordained unto our glory, we must have the Spirit of God, and we must engage the Spirit of God. This is why the people of the world cannot have this wisdom of God because they don't even have the Spirit of God. You understand? So it is wrong for a Muslim to try to to expound Scripture to you. If you, you stand there, the Muslim is teaching you your scripture, you have a big problem. What is the use of the Spirit of God which is in you? That person is not even in this court. He doesn't even deserve to look into these things. All the wisdom of the word is hidden from him. Because he doesn't have the Spirit of God. Until a man has the Spirit of God, he has no right interpreting the Bible. You understand me? Until a man has the Spirit of God and is fraternizing with the Spirit of God. No. So the wisdom of God is only revealed by the Spirit of God. Write that down. The wisdom of God is only revealed by the Spirit of God. If I want wisdom that is pure, that is not self-seeking, uh, wisdom that is peaceful, that shows mercy and all that, it is only the wisdom of God. Any uh, It's only the wisdom of God. And I said the wisdom of God is revealed by the Spirit of God. If that wisdom wasn't revealed by the Spirit of God, whatever happens, it will lead to death. Even if it looks so nice, like the motivational speakers, even if it looks so nice, at the end, it will lead you to death. It will lead you to death. You understand? The Spirit of God in man becomes our license to understand the workings of God and partaking in His wisdom. Do you get that? The Spirit of God becomes our license to understanding the workings of God and partaking in His wisdom. If you don't have the Spirit of God, forget our partaking in His wisdom. The next thing I said was that the unbeliever, he doesn't have the right to explain the things of God. He can't even understand it. Why? It is hidden from him, first of all. Before you come to the issue of understanding, it is hidden from him. It is hidden from him. Unless you come to explain the mysteries of the kingdom, they, they, they will not understand. If you don't give it to them, they will not understand. 
and if it's not given to them by the Spirit of God, there is no way they will understand. Do you understand? Okay. So, um, and that is what we see in verse 14, where it says that the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually descend. Okay. So, because they are spiritually descend, and he's not spiritually alive to God, there is no way he can descend the things of God. Verse 13 also says that, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but the Holy Spirit teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Okay. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Now, uh, verse 15 says that, but he, okay, after verse 14, where it talks about the natural man not receiving the things of the Spirit, it says, but he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged by no man. We are able to expatiate and make analysis of every issue, but a, a man cannot judge you. That is why Paul was angry at the Corinthian church in First uh, Corinthians chapter uh, chapter six, where he spoke about the fact that you have disputes with yourselves, and you are sending it to unbelievers to sort it out for you. You, who has the wisdom of God, you are allowing unbelievers who have worldly wisdom to sort out issues for you. This was the argument of Paul. Now he was not saying don't go to the law courts because, of course, we have lawyers who are very spiritual you understand the emphasis is not about law courts it's about an unbeliever judging the things of believers uh, believers judging matters of believers you cannot go and if you have any issue to deal with let it be done within the confines of spiritual men not the people of this world when you get broken heart your roommate will tell you that Charlie but you get more shoddies for your body. Charlie, take some two, then play them, and you go feel okay. That is the wisdom of this world. How are you going for advice from the people who don't have the wisdom of God? Uh, knowing that the wisdom of God is life, and they all they can vent, all they, their merchandise is there. Do you understand me? Let's continue. So, uh, in fact, the Spirit of God is the revealer of the wisdom of God. That is why you see in John chapter 16, verse 13, he says that how be that the Spirit of God, okay, and the Spirit of truth, when he is come, he will guide you into all truth, okay? And he says he will not speak of himself, and whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come, okay? So when the Spirit of God comes, or the Spirit of truth comes, He's not only going to reveal the wisdom of God to you, but He's going to usher you into the experience of the wisdom of God. Because when we are looking at the wisdom of God, we are not just looking at that. We know this is what God's mind is about this thing. But we are supposed to be partakers of it. You understand? We are supposed to be partakers of, of, of that wisdom. We are supposed to function in that wisdom, as we, we discussed earlier on. We are supposed to function in that wisdom. Amen. So, if you are here and you know you don't have wisdom, you shouldn't go looking for it from any other person than the Holy Ghost. Because it is the Holy Ghost who can reveal the deep things of God to you as a believer. You understand? 
it is the holy ghost that can reveal the wisdom and this is talk i'm talking about Uh, just matters even in your house and all that like you have so many academic issues so many whatever issues uh that surround you and it is unfortunate we go to wealthy counselors we go to wealthy friends we go to unbelievers for advice for them we subscribe to uh motivational thinkers and all those things me when i see a christian and bill gates is your role model it means a problem for me it's a problem for me someone who doesn't believe in your god that's your role model or that's the one you're learning from they be uh, they post jack ma jack ma and you see this and you know i have um i don't even know how to put this okay i i see some people when they begin this bitcoin or this uh things like, like men's gold and those uh chai mall and those things then uh, they start posting quotes millionaire quotes every morning uh, you must take risk you must do this you must do that life is for only those who try and all those things, uh, uh, <clears throat> and you see that in all the quotes, it will it is pointing to themselves. Yes, the money gang, Arab money, oil people, and they'll be posting these things, posting these things. You, the Christian, you, the Christian, you, you, you not look for scriptural wisdom, you are looking for someone who is telling, <laughs> telling you so many things, so, so many things i watched the video where someone was saying that you have to make sure you associate with rich people if uh you even if it is that you clean the car of the rich person so that uh <laughs> so that someone will see you and uh that someone one of the rich the person's friend the rich man's friend will see you washing the rich man's car tie and the rich man's friend will see you and give you a job we see that like the perspective of many people is is it, it is not how god will want you to work around things you understand it's not how god wants you to work around things that but that is the perspective a lot of people subscribe to you understand we don't use we don't live our life on worldly propositions understand this that is why I don't advise people to listen to secular music and all those things. I don't advise people to listen to secular music. I'm not even talking about the profane ones. I'm talking about general secular music. Because at the end of it all, it is not the wisdom of God they will give to you. It is the wisdom of the world. And eventually, you will be led to death. That is the nature of the wisdom Of this world so the bible makes us understand that if any man lacks wisdom what should he do if any man lacks wisdom he should ask god who gives it to men liberally okay he should give it he gives it to men liberally he doesn't upgrade it okay upgraded it not and it shall be given him okay so you ask god and even by his spirit he continues to uh teach you his wisdom to teach you his ways in everything concerning life uh, decide today decide today that the only wisdom you want to live by is the wisdom of the lord that's why i like singing this song for the way of the lord is the way of wisdom i choose the way of the lord and the thing is that 
because the wisdom of God is not like the wisdom of men, a lot of times, if we want to um, be able to, to, to process it with our minds, it will look absurd. It will look absurd. Like, why should I do this? Why should I do it this way? Sometimes it's going to be painful. Sometimes it's not going to be the way we want it. But the issue is that at the end, we know that this, is, this wisdom will give us life. No matter how sumptuous the office of the world looks like, we know that there is no life in it. This is a, a push that you must assume, knowing that no matter how tiresome or how difficult that word of God seems or that wisdom of God seems, God doesn't think like you. He's saying that his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. You understand? So we, we think things in a shallow perspective. We must be need to see things from the perspective of God, where you begin to see things from the perspective of God, that is to tap into the wisdom that is domiciled in the spirit of God. You have to realize that there are so many things you should have not done. There are so many mistakes that you could have prevented with simple, simple things that look unwise to human eyes. You understand? But at the end of it all, we are looking for the peace that the wisdom of God gives. Amen. So, why, why, why will God give us this wisdom? Now, if you've been following me for a while, you, you might have come to the understanding that uh, the whole Christianity or this Bible is about a kingdom. And whatever God is doing, He's doing it for Himself and for His own pleasure. Hmm. It's deep. When, when you have understanding, into this you you will know how to live your life but you have to understand that you you are for god's pleasure you you are for god whatever that means for god god created you to be his body to be an extension of him you, the way you live your life you 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 live circumspectly when you come to understand this this thing that's me i'm not for myself but ah today today i today i was speaking with someone and then he mentioned a scripture that a scripture I've been using a lot of times, but from the perspective he came from, a, a certain great light came to me. I, I was I was astounded. I was astounded. In fact, let's uh, post. Someone should post Second um, Corinthians chapter five. Post from verse eighteen downwards. Yes, to it that God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself. You put post that from eighteen to twenty one. I just want one verse. Day. That will be my emphasis. Please hurry up, whoever is posting it from Second Corinthians chapter five, and I want you to understand something. Okay. So verse nineteen it says, "To wit, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto Himself, not imputing." Okay, let's forget about the rest. But it says, "To wit, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto Himself." That means whatever Christ did. It was God who was doing it. It was not about what Christ was doing. It was what God was doing. That is why Christ says that I do what I see my father do. I say what I see my father see. So everything Jesus did was not based on his own will. Even Jesus, he didn't come to live for himself. He came to fulfill the will of his father. So what he saw his father doing, that is what he did. Do you understand? What he saw his father doing, that is what he did. And with whatever he was doing on the earth, 
it was about the work God was doing in him, not about what he was just doing. This is how your life should be. It is about what God is doing, not about what you want to do. It is about what God is saying, the emphasis of God at a certain time. That is why the strategy says now we are ambassadors. Um, an ambassador is the representative. The ambassador doesn't come to just say anything on behalf of his country or on behalf of the economy he represents. He says what the economy has demanded that he says. You understand? It, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is a very deep mystery. If you understand this, when you understand this, your, your life, your life will change forever. Since God was in Christ, reconciling the world. Not Christ was reconciling the world to God. He says God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. He was doing his own thing. That is what you must become because Jesus is your perfect example. We must become that available vessel that God will use us. So that means whatever resource God is going to give to you or whatever investment God is going to make in you, it is for his own purposes. So if we are talking about God saying, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask the Father. God is not going to give it to you just because you wanted wisdom or because you, <laughs> you, you want financial prosperity and all those things. He is doing everything he's doing for his own purposes. You understand? And we come to see from the book of Ephesians chapter 3, how, why God gives wisdom to people. Someone should put verse 9 and 11. He says that, and to make all men see that what is the fellowship of his mystery, of the, of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world had been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. Verse 10 is very interesting. It says, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places, okay, might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. God wants to use the church as a method of letting every principality, every ruler, everything in heaven, heavenly places know his wisdom. So the reason why God will give you that wisdom to demonstrate is that so through your actions and your inactions and your life, creation is going to see the wisdom of God. See, I, I hope you got that. If, if you got that, text it on the group page so that I know you understood what I said clearly. If you understood what I said clearly, text it on the group page. I'm saying that this is to the intent that unto principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. God will only give you his wisdom because he wants every other agency to know this wisdom. To know this wisdom. To know this wisdom. And this is according to the eternal purposes which he purposed in Jesus, sorry, Jesus Christ. So the wisdom of God is given to man first to the glory of God. Okay? It's given to man first to the glory of God. And secondly, it, it is that everything in creation, all principalities and powers, we come to know the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is not given to you so that you can show off or for your pleasure. You know, as we have established earlier on, every wisdom that will make you show off or puff you up, it is, it is wisdom of this world. It is not the wisdom that 
proceeds from the life of God. It's not a wisdom that proceeds from the life of God. Once that wisdom can make you show off or live your life anyhow or point you back to self, no, no, no. It's not the wisdom of that emanates, that pounds, proceeds from the life of God. It's not the wisdom that proceeds from the wisdom of God is pure. It is pure. So, so uh, these are the two kinds of wisdom we should look at. The wisdom of God and the wisdom of the world. The wisdom of God is the wisdom which is from above and which obviously points you to above. The wisdom of this world, which is also the wisdom of the princes of this world, is the wisdom that leads to death. It is like the wisdom that we see in the knowledge, uh, in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It is, it is like that wisdom. Yes. It will lead you to death. There is a certain wisdom that God wants you to subscribe to, which is in his life, which is in the tree of life. And he predestined us to live by that wisdom. To live by that wisdom. So anytime the Bible makes you understand that you walk by faith and not by sensory perception, you should understand that uh, it is it, it is uh, the wisdom of God that is being engaged. Walking by faith, not by sensory perception. It is the wisdom of God he wants to be engaged. Amen. So I want us to pray shortly that God help us subscribe to your wisdom. Whether we like it or not, whether it is something we understand with our human mind or not, whether we can relate or not, whether it is against our will, sometimes we must tell God, God, help us to be subject to your wisdom. Because our body doesn't want it. Our will doesn't want it. Our will doesn't want it because it's the wisdom of God that He will pass you through certain dealings, and and your your body doesn't want it. So I want us to lift up our voice. We are saying that God teaches that we will subscribe to your wisdom. Teachers that will know your ways. Teachers that will understand your emphasis. That will, will function in the wisdom that comes from your life, so that you not subscribe to ways that lead to death. You know, the Bible says something interesting. It says that there is a way that seems right unto man, but the end thereof is what? Death. The way seems right to man, but the end thereof is death. That is the, that is the wisdom of man. That is the wisdom of this world. That is the wisdom of the princes of this world. It looks right. It looks nice. It looks sumptuous. What is wrong if I have sex with this girl? What is wrong if I enjoy myself and accept Christ later? What is wrong if this? What is wrong if that? What is wrong if I get high just a little? I won't get addicted very soon. And this is the wisdom of this world. By the time you realize you are trapped in sin, and sin leads to death, that's saying, God, help us to subscribe to the wisdom which comes from above. In the name of Jesus. You, you can mute yourself. In the name of Jesus. Lord, teach subscribe to the wisdom which is from above, 
we are continuing to pray god god must help us god must help us Amen. I was saying that a lot of times we have problems in our spirit about things God wants us to do, about latching on to his wisdom and everything but because of our last four desires because of our self-willed uh postures we, we decide not to subscribe to it sometimes it's about a relationship god is telling you leave that relationship you know when you get near him you lose your peace because the wisdom of god will give us peace when you get near like that you lose your peace and still people will not leave people will not leave you know that when you are going to cheat your conscience was pricking you you didn't have a peace in it you knew that this thing you were going to do, there was no purity in it. It was immoral. But your, your last four desires push you towards going to that place. And this happens for a lot of people. But we are praying that God teaches that we will subscribe to your wisdom. It may not be easy. It may not be what we want. We may not understand it. But teachers to subscribe to your wisdom. Not the wisdom of this world. Not the wisdom of this world in our academics, in our social life, and in emotional issues and spiritual issues, teach us to subscribe to your ways in our family life and, and whatever it is, whatever it is, in the name of Jesus, teach us to subscribe to this wisdom that emanates from your spirit. Lift your voice in the name of Jesus. 
Mapalo Shabira Bi Selevatai. That Lord, it will only be your wisdom that we will live by. In the name of Jesus, it will only be your wisdom that we will live by. We will not subscribe to ways that lead to death. In the name of Jesus, we will not subscribe to ways that lead to death. That we are strengthened to choose your way, oh God. We are strengthened to choose your way, oh God. May la baludi de mercy kavai bele kumasa. May tavi vayedia kagi keli kagi sira kumabre mukoborosa da miche tolobomba. In the name of Jesus. Uh, let's pray. We are praying again. Okay. The the word of God makes us understand something. The word of God makes us understand something that. It is only by the Spirit of God that we can engage the wisdom of God. That is why the Bible makes us understand that they that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I remember when we said, we said we speak this wisdom among the mature, among the perfect, among the perfect, among the sons. You understand? So there is a need that we will be engaged with the Holy Spirit, we will be led by the Holy Spirit if we want to be partakers of this wisdom that is from above, this wisdom of God. That is why it is a problem if you want to walk in carnality, if, 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 if you want to be led by sensual perception and all that. We are praying that God teaches to live by the leadings of your spirit. Teach us to lead, live by the of your spirit because that spirit is the spirit of truth and he guides us into all truth he guides us into the wisdom of god he guides us into the wisdom of god so we are telling jesus jesus teach us teach us teach us not to live by our sensory perception not to live by our ideologies not to live by philosophies of men in the name of jesus but by your spirit we want to be led by the spirit of god in everything we do we are not taking any step without the spirit of god relationship wise uh academic wise uh work and everything in the name of jesus even with the missions we are going to do we are not taking any step because of what we are seeing with our visible eyes but we will subscribe to the wisdom of god in the name of jesus lift up your voices and pray be kalo selima kubari kabra azudres velamedubri e cabrio kubuzubra idaha mi sebregoni gregizobra ifle usana be pradu radakabi gregizobra italimash metro mosidre yamalu Contes <laughs> In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father Lord, we are grateful. We are grateful for your love. We are grateful for your spirit. We are grateful for your word. We thank you that today you exposed us to the light of your wisdom. We thank you that you have taught us how to descend. And know the wisdom which is from above. Thank you that you have empowered us to live by this wisdom that is from above. 
even by the resources to be sowed in our spirit by your spirit. We thank you, Lord, that even as we leave this meeting, even as we move out of here, we are subscribing to ways that only lead to life, not to the ways of the flesh which lead to death. That we will not subscribe to ways that seem right, but Lord, ways that are of you, not ways that seem okay but lord ways that are of you not ways that seem comfortable but lord ways that are of you we thank you in jesus name amen okay so god bless you guys um we will be praying at 10 30 okay we'll be sorry did i say 10 30 <laughs> We'll be praying at 11.30, okay? Edima, you are going to lead us um, to 12 o'clock. We'll be praying for missions. We'll be put into the missions, I mean. And then at 12 to 12.30, uh, in Japan, you take us through souls o'clock, okay? So God bless you guys. I love you so much. And um, I'll inform you if we'll have a class tomorrow, okay? Have a great night. Ikea, please, you can end it.